Okay, 740 at DWS. Steve Beckett joins us. How are you, Steve? Good morning. I'm good. Good. Good to see you. Local attorney, made good. He's been all over the news recently. How are, how did things uh, end up with the uh, Zhang family? Everybody's... Uh, oh, they're still here. Um having uh, meetings with people and uh, trying to do some uh, some planning that will perhaps create some sort of legacy. I think there'll be some announcements about that coming in the future. I'm not going to st- steal anybody's thunder yeah. by talking about that. But, you know, it's a, a very sad, very trying, tumultuous uh, situation uh, for them uh, and for her fiancé, Xiaoling, who uh, he'll be going back to China uh, tomorrow. Uh, he's he's quite a young man, very very impressive young man. This is going to be tough coming off an emotional situation like that over the last several weeks, and then kind of getting life back to it's, normal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty difficult, pretty difficult. Well, it's fair week here. The weather's been good. I understand you made it out there last night. Uh, my wife and I uh, always make it out to the fair. Have our prano pup and French wi- French fries. Uh, we want to check out the exhibits and walk around the the uh, rides and stuff, and um, you know. So um, I know the the uh, shows, like the 4-H shows, the mm-hmm. animal shows, and so it, it reminded me uh, when I was on the county board, uh, the 4-H uh, kids would. Uh, I remember this because uh, you could win a donation. They had a had a hog show, and so you were. I was invited because I was on the county board. I was the chair of the facilities committee. And I might even have been vice chair at the time. I don't know. And it could have been they invited Barbara Saki and she didn't want to have anything to do with it. It's hard (laughs) to say. Anyway, so I get out there and I'm assigned to a young man and uh, and his boar hog. And um, we're going to do a show. We're going to do a hog show. And there are other uh, people from the community, somebody from Channel 3, somebody, you know, from someplace else. Yeah. I think uh, I was a Democrat. I think there was a Republican county board member. Anyway, um, so what you had to do, of course, with the hog show is that you had to control your hog. You had to do a figure eight, had to go across, had to come back. Mm-hmm. And you had a prod. And what nobody knew was that I spent my summers on my granddad Miller's farm north of Philo, and we had hogs, and I had to feed the hogs. So I wasn't, frankly, I wasn't intimidated by hogs yeah. at all. And so I did my show, and my my hog was perfect. I don't even remember what his name was, but my hog was absolutely perfect, and I won. And it was a five hundred dollar donation, which uh, I said goes to the clock and bell tower fund. Okay, Okay. so it was perfect. Yeah. And then, of course, as they gave me the award, they handed me the mic and said, "How could you be so successful?" And I said, "I've been herding county board members for years now." I can see where some may be still be bitter over that remark. That's good. That's all right. <laughs> Tell me about here in the state of Illinois right now, the Janus case, the whole thing about the guy who was uh, saying he wasn't. That, the guy that was the falsely accusing himself of being attacked and a special prosecutor is, is they're trying to get a special prosecutor, as I recall, to look at the whole thing because um, the question is the Cook County State's attorney, in essence, gave the guy a, a, a sweetheart diversion of some kind. Is that that's the one you're talking about? No, this the Janice case is the guy who uh, uh, didn't want to pay uh, any kind of dues to the state. Oh, to be oh, yeah, the okay, the union yeah. case. Yeah, sure, the public union case. Yeah, what uh, 
what's the latest on that? What do you think is going to end up with that? Are they going to go to the Supreme Court with that, do you think? Well, the the I thought there was already a case in the Supreme Court about the public dues. Well, I don't know, but that's what they're they're saying about this. No, thing. no, this case went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled that um, uh, as a public employee, there was no requirement that you pay dues for a union you did not want to belong to. And now the question is, what is going to be the the effect on the or on labor okay. of uh, people not being required to pay their dues. And my recollection and the news stories that I've seen recently is that the effect has not been as significant as some might imagine. The unions are saying it hasn't hurt them. Right. And because I think the concept of of collective bargaining, you know, I don't think it's lost its, uh, its weight uh, in our society um, to the extent that I think other people do. So I know, you know, in Illinois, we we have this uh, contest about right-to-work laws, mm-hmm. and I think the Democratic legislature and probably the governor uh, just preempted local governments from enacting right-to-work laws yeah. because those are considered uh, anti-union sure. work laws. And obviously we have Democratic majorities in the state, and traditionally uh, labor unions uh, support Democratic candidates. They're saying that federal executions will resume for the first time since '03. What's your feeling on that? Well, uh, you know, having just come off this horrific uh, death yeah. penalty case, um, you know, uh, I said uh, I said to Brian last week. I think the the result in Ying Ying's case just difficult for me to imagine. And obviously, I'm taking the perspective of my client, a factual situation that would not support the application of the death penalty. And uh, because of uh, our criminal justice system and the, the right to jury trial, I just think it's very, very, very difficult for that to happen, for there to be a death penalty. And I think statistically that's borne out as well. And so you end up with this feeling that if you're, if you're rich and you're not a person of color, then you're not going to get the death penalty. But if you're not rich, then there's an exceedingly good chance that you're going to get the death penalty. And I guess the question is, that kind of arbitrary punishment, is that really good for our, our country? So I'm, I'm troubled by it. I'll continue to be troubled by it. Okay, one more for you. Uh, a county fair in New York has uh, uh, booted Confederate Railroad from their lineup, as Illinois Just did. like DeCoin, right? Yeah, just like DeCoin. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's like we're supposed to forget history. That really troubles me. I mean, I don't understand why we can't recognize those symbols and that history and, and remember what it did to our country uh, and— and recognize it in that light instead of trying to pretend that it never existed. And, you know, that's really, uh, I think that's really the effect of this. And it, it, uh, it's like, uh, the marketplace of ideas cannot handle, um, other words or, or thoughts. And I just find that hard to believe. I just think we're trying to get to a society where you have to please everybody, and that's not possible. No, it's it's definitely uh, definitely not possible. And I just you know just like you wouldn't want to edit uh, my words or thoughts. No, you know, when I come on the station and there I say things that there we have <laughs> listeners out there sure. who just despise what I have to say, and that's absolutely 
That's absolutely fine. I mean, that's what makes our country great. Right. All right. Steve Beckett, thanks for your time this morning. I appreciate it.